you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Good Morning Football is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. Welcome to Good Morning Football, presented by Ring. We are live here in New York City. It's Tuesday, February 7th. I'm Jamie Erdahl. It's Kyle Brandt, Peter Schrager, Jason McCourty. Uh, people are beginning to descend upon Arizona for their preparations for Super Bowl week. Peter, I know it's a big one for Fox. And for you, what does your week look like? Yeah, I will be on Good Morning Football Wednesday, Thursday, Friday from here. I will be on the Fox pregame Sunday. And then I'll be waking up bright and early Monday morning. Yeah, baby. From hopefully the MVP press conference, mm. we'll see what's going down. But will it be Hurts? Will it be Mahomes? Or will it be Kadarius Tony? We'll Maybe. see. I don't know. Beauty. That's the beauty. Who's going to drive home with that truck? I know. Man, that's a great storyline. All right, let's lean into it. Time for the lead block. Time for the back block. Super Bowl prep continues at State Farm Stadium in the early hours Tuesday morning. That traffic is zipping by. It'll be a little busier, probably a little slower, even on a slow camera shot as we inch closer to Sunday. Super Bowl 57 kicks off 6.30 p.m. Eastern this weekend, Sunday afternoon on Fox, but keep it right here on NFL Network. Till then, we have you covered up and down, left and right. Mike Giardi and Omar Ruiz there all week for us. Omar, we'll start with you today. You're in Phoenix with the Eagles. Mike, you're in Scottsdale with the Chiefs. Actually, let's flip it around, Mike. We'll start with you. Uh, Kansas City has dealt with its share of recent injuries. How healthy are the Chiefs at this moment? They got some good news last night um, at the media night where we heard from Ladarius Sneed, who left the game early in the AFC title game with a concussion. He said he's cleared concussion protocol, and he's a really important piece for them. As Steve Spagnuolo said, when he went down in that game, he said there were some things that we wanted to do defensively that we could no longer do. So he is on the path to playing in the game Sunday. Kadarius Toney. Maybe Peter Schrager's MVP. He said that ankle is fine. He's definitely going to be playing in the game. And then there's, there's one other one. Oh, Patrick Mahomes, that guy, right? He said the ankle is feeling better than it did at this point last week. He said, of course, you never know until you get into the game. He said, but he's feeling pretty good about the progress that he's made, and they'll continue to do treatment on it all week to get him as right as he possibly can be for the game. And I'll just take you to the other side. Darius Slay was talking about Mahomes last night, and he said, that dude is a dog. And I think that's the D.A. WG reference to dog. He said the way he played in that game, the AFC title game with that ankle, he said, incredibly impressive. He's super talented, but that just shows you the mental toughness that he has to be able to do that and do it at such a high level. Dog, D-A-W-G. Clarification. I love that, Mike. Got to explain that out. Now, Omar, opening night, it just looked like a blast. Everyone having fun, answering questions and doing it to the best of their ability. What was the vibe like last night? Yeah, it was a lot of fun. You had a guy that was uh, no shirt, had the barrel on, looked like he was ready to go over in Niagara Falls. He had some people asking the players to pin, 
pin the tail on the donkey. Jordan Mailata, of course, had the huge international contingent. And one of my favorite parts about the opening night is you get to see the personalities and the different depths uh, to these players. And no case further than Juju Smith-Schuster, who was getting bombarded by a bunch of TikTokers and these people, all these questions about that, who he's going to TikTok with if they win the Super Bowl. Can he guarantee that he'd get Andy Reid to go on his TikTok? And then I came in and asked him about his chemistry with Patrick Mahomes, and he talked about in the OTAs and minicamp and all that stuff. And then back to you know him having fun and people asking about what his ideal Super Bowl halftime show would be. So, you know, of course, we saw the Kelsey brothers with their mom getting interviewed by Michael Irvin on stage. They're going to have fun this week. So a lot of fun seeing all the different personalities, all the different questions, the chaos that opening night is. It was good to be back uh, after not having it for a few years. So a celebration of football on the international stage last night. Yeah, Omar, that's a good way to explain it. Opening night, beautiful chaos, and that's just the beginning. That's the thing about (laughs) Super Bowl opening night. Gentlemen, we appreciate you. We'll talk to you plenty more this morning as you keep us updated on both fronts. We appreciate it. So Super Bowl opening night, as you mentioned, saw the Chiefs and the Eagles offer an oasis of the NFL's best in the Arizona desert. Media from around the globe met with players. Here's a little taste of what went down. Andy Reid has the best impression of my voice. Um, he doesn't do it in front of a lot of people, thank, thankfully, but Andy Reid for sure has the best impression of my voice. Yeah, you've got to let the voice crack just a little bit, but he's got a one, you know, that's a unique voice he has. That's what you want. You know, you want your fans to love it. You want your fans to be there. You want them to be wearing green on Friday. You want them to be wearing green on Saturday. You want them to be throwing snowballs at Santa Claus. You want that. I could be a coach, um, I mean, obviously my dad, but I would probably be like a professional crawfish cooker. Like, I, I got the best crawfish ever. I'm a fat boy, I love barbecue. <laughs> Cheese steaks are really good though, so don't quote me on that. Honestly, man, I heard some mixed rumors about Philly, the Philly cheesesteak. I think, honestly, I think the best, the best Philly cheesesteaks are not in Philly, to be honest. Oh, okay. Oh, oh, oh. Those are fighting words. Those are fighting <laughs> words. Also, sidebar, Andy Reid on TikTok, get that Omar was just referencing, that would be huge. Mm. These are the things that come out of okay. TV at night. These past few days, the last week, they've been a true celebration of football in the NFL season. You had the Pro Bowl games in Vegas leading right into a star-studded event at Super Bowl opening night. But we talked about this yesterday. We had to predict who we thought would kind of be a headline. Yeah. Who would lead the show tomorrow. So now we've done it. We've experienced opening night. Jason, who won the evening for you? It was entertaining for me. It's probably the first time I've sat down and watched opening night. I yeah, was a bet. part of it one time. And every other time, you're kind of salty. You're not in the game. Yeah. So you don't really want to watch everybody talking about it. Uh, but last night, I got a chance to really take in and listen to the two quarterbacks. And I know the storyline going into this Super Bowl. Everybody's talked about it. The first time in the NFL, two black Black quarterbacks will face off in the Super Bowl. And I do believe representation representation is key. So seeing these two guys up on stage together, it's not only the fact that there are two black quarterbacks playing in the game, but it's what they represent for young black kids watching them on this center stage, how they conduct themselves, the words that they use when they're talking about their own journeys. Listening to Jalen Hurts talk about, hey, I'm adamant about not giving myself a ceiling. I'm continuing Mm. to grow. He said, people always want to talk to you about your arrival moment. 
moment. He said, you never arrive. It's all just a part of the journey. Watching Patrick Mahomes talk to a little girl and give her advice, telling her to chase her dreams and say, hey, it's not where you start, it's where you finish. That, to me, was a huge moment. These guys on stage, and you think about the quarterbacks that have come before them that are watching, the Marlon Briscoes, the Warren Moons, the, uh, the Doug Williams, the uh, just Shaq Harris's. These guys that have laid the foundation for them now to be able to be on this stage going against one another in a Super Bowl, what they represent for their teams and their cities was just incredible to me. And those guys are sitting there, and while they're on center stage, everybody else is talking, and they have like a sidebar conversation going on. And as I'm watching it, I'm like, this is just awesome. This is where football is, and this is where this first Super Bowl many years ago, 1967, to now where we are in 2023. It's taken a while, but we have two black quarterbacks. Mm. It's awesome, Jason. It's awesome. And the names and the personalities are very likable. And I found myself any time, even if I've heard a lot of Jalen Hurts or a lot of Mahomes over the last couple weeks, like I wanted to stop and listen to exactly what they're saying. It feels like they always have something good to say. Uh, Andy Reid, a very likable personality. I feel like the judgment's still out on Nick Sirianni (laughs) a little bit with his antics that we have loved highlighting on this show. Mm -hmm. And just some of his answers are quirky and you don't really get them. But with Michael Irvin last night, I think there was an important clarification that was put out there by head coach for the Eagles recently that Jalen Hurts is like Michael Jordan. And people kind of cringed at that, to be honest. Is it too far? Is it too early? But Sirianni had a clarification about that. It's the will to win of Jalen Hurts. It's the will to win of Michael Jordan. You know, that I, that's, what I, that's what I'm comparing that to. You know, Michael Jordan's the greatest, greatest of all time, and I know some of the players will argue with me that it's LeBron. It's, it's my, no, I'm 41 years old. It's Michael Jordan, you know what I'm saying? And so uh, it's just this will to win. That, and it's just Jalen, I don't know uh, what Jalen Hurts' ceiling is because, I, because he just keeps setting a new standard to what his ceiling can be. I found that to be a very endearing answer by Sirianni. Like, he acknowledges mm-hmm. his age. This is why I think Jordan is the greatest. And people of Jalen Hurts' generation are probably going to argue it's LeBron. He thinks it's Jordan. It's of the utmost compliment to compare anybody to Michael Jordan. But I enjoyed the parallel there and the acknowledging, like, we're still learning about this quarterback, as we football fans are at times, that he sets Jalen Hurts a standard for him, and he exceeds it constantly, constantly, constantly. That was kind of an awkward, clunky thing he did a couple weeks ago with Jordan, but I liked hearing mm-hmm. the answer on Monday night. I like to hear the answer, too. And if, look, Jalen is Michael Jordan. I, I still think Sirianni is Michael Scott. I, I still hear <laughs> some of that from them. And that brings me to this great tradition. Um, my prediction yesterday, by the way, with what we start the show with, was right. Remember late office run, there's a wedding at Schrute Farms, and Dwight Schrute does the introductions where he goes, Mr. Jim Helper, for everyone who walks out. There's something like that that happens now every year, and it's about the Lombardi Trophy. And it is so beautiful, and it's so wonderful, and I think it is part of a new tradition where it's not Super Bowl week for me personally until the Lombardi Trophy, an inanimate object, is introduced like it's the king of the world by Scott Hansen, who might as well be. Let's take it away, ladies and gentlemen. Here it is, ladies and gentlemen, what the Eagles and Chiefs will be playing for on Super Bowl Sunday. It stands 21 inches. It weighs seven pounds of pure Tiffany's sterling silver, and it defines the careers of the players and coaches who are able to win it. 
It's just so beautiful. I tear up every year. It's like it's got this sort of um, Michael Buffer vibe to it, but it's much more regal and classy. And Scott is the only person who can do it. And I'll even give you proof of that because I'm going to do it right now. So I got the mic. I'm gonna go, oh. <clears throat> Should have brought a trophy. I don't have a trophy. So here, my mug is going to be the trophy. What's your Emmy, Kyle? I don't have one. I'm not allowed one. <clears throat> Here it is, ladies and gentlemen, what the Eagles and Chiefs will be playing for on Super Bowl Sunday. It stands 21 inches. It weighs seven pounds of pure Tiffany's sterling silver, and it defines the careers and players of coaches who are able to win it. And that's the best I can do. But that's nothing like Scott. No, it's, not. it's not. You know, there's this sadness when, when, the, when the red zone is over and Scott has yes. to come out of the studio. I disagree. This is the grand finale for me. Mm. Scott, it is so good. I tear up every time. This is a part of the Super Bowl tradition is Hanson introducing the Tiffany's Sterling Silver that's and the, the measurements. It's the measurement. I love it. Tiffany's and you have to have every syllable. Tiffany's, Tiffany's Sterling beautiful. Silver. The most painfully articulate, Hanson. It's so it's good. incredible. It's genuine. I know, it's so, it, and, oh, and it's that so is, authentic. That, that he awesome. loves it. He just loves ball. Loves, I love it. I love it. He loves so ball. Party. Yes, dude, that's so good. It's so good. Sterling silver. silver. A generation of silver. kids to be saying follow back. Yes, seven pounds. You know, um, Michael Jordan is six foot six. We all remember that. This the Lombardi. We know the measurements of it now. It, Peter, how do you do that? I, you know, that was awesome. <sighs> We did the reimagined Pro Bowl games. Um, presented by Verizon. Presented by Verizon. Um, somewhat midway through yesterday, I was watching. I'm like, I think we might need to reimagine Media Night. I was like, no one said anything. Okay. There's a lot of hoopla. I, I'm waiting for... And then Juju stepped to the podium. Okay. Jason, you said it yesterday. Yeah. I want to see what Juju... I'm like, Juju's been toned down this year. Juju, Juju has kind of been a, a lesser version of what we were used to... Juju says, Juju Smith shoes, Sterling Silver, Juju Smith Schuster still. Juju, take it away. You saved the night. I'm amazing. How are you guys? Wow, this is crazy. At the end of the day, you got to stay true to yourself. Be authentic, be yourself. Don't change for anyone. I just want to rock. Buddy, how yeah. Come on, man. Little Uzi, man. Shout out to my dog, Little Uzi, man. Slime season. Shout out to my dog, Isaiah Pacheco. I put in a lot of, a lot, a lot of Call of Duty hours. With Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, and Marquez, baby. Man, I'm taking KC barbecue all day, baby. Jack Stacks, Q39 in second. Then I'm going Joe's. Then I'm going Arthur's. And then I'm going Gates. Then I'm going to go. I'm going to your crib for barbecue. Guys, it was supposed to be fun last night. Yeah. And uh, straight faces, everyone. And it's very important, is it? Juju was Juju. I was happy. And we don't have to reimagine media night. Juju saved the day. Absolutely. I love it. I love that it. was awesome. That was exactly what we were looking yes. for. Because he was starting to show flickers of it, but it like he needed to be on that riser. And his appreciation for the moment, I it's think. Like Sterling Silver. Sterling Silver. It stands 21 inches. <laughs> Can the Eagles win Super Bowl 57? If Mahomes is at the top of his game, mm. way up here, Peter. Can they do it? Yeah, they can yeah. still win. They're that good. I think the Eagles have something too going. They've outscored their playoff opponents 69-14. to 14. Mahomes could be amazing. He could be fully healthy. And I think this Eagles team is good enough to hang with them. You know, the last time the Eagles were in the Super Bowl, I think Tom Brady had his best individual performance sure. in the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah. He threw over 500 yards, broke all the records. Yeah. And Nick Foles and the Eagles were able to go throw for throw, play for play, and were able to find a way. 
Um, this is not one of those games like the Giants Super Bowls where Brady just you know, couldn't get it going and the defense yeah. was in his face. He was cooking. Brady lit up that Eagles defense. Yeah. Absolutely lit them up. And right back at you, Nick Foles had an answer for him. Why does that matter? Because the, that core four we always talk about. Kelsey, Lane Johnson, mm-hmm. Fletcher Cox, Brandon Graham. Yeah. They were all key players in that Super Bowl. They're all going to be key players in the Super Bowl. They will be able to say, hey, Mahomes is going, but we've got a pretty good team too. Um, I, I think that the Eagles have run through teams in this league like no other squad in the entire league. I think what they have done this season, both on offense and on defense, cannot be underestimated. And if Mahomes is spectacular, I have no doubt that the Eagles can match them blow for blow. I think this is going to be a fantastic Super Bowl. And if anything, the question is, if the Eagles are working on full cylinder and the Eagles are doing what they want to do, can they, how do the Chiefs keep up with Philly? Because that's what it's been the story all year with the Eagles. Yeah, I think to your point, you have Mahomes, which we know is the best player in the world on their side. And we look at the Eagles roster and we're like, this is the best team talent-wise mm-hmm. in the NFL. And it's going to be very hard, I think, for the Eagles to win this game if Mahomes just goes out there and throws four or five touchdown passes, 400 yards, because it'll ignite this Kansas City Chiefs offense and team. But I do think the way for them to do it is what a lot of guys on the Eagles reference is Jeff Stoutland University. Mm -hmm. Those are the guys that will enable them to do it on the ground, running the ball with the three running backs that they have that have had two great playoff games, whether it's Miles Sanders, whether it's Kenneth Gainwell, Boston Scott. Those guys have been running behind this Philadelphia Eagles offensive line, whether it's Kelsey, Diggerson, Maialata, Sayamolo, all of these guys have blocked their butts off and they all credit their offensive line coach Jeff Stoutland, who decided to sign an extension and stay in Philly because he said it's home. And these guys really believe in what he preaches, and they fire off the line. And both their playoff games, you can talk about what the quarterback on the other side is going to do and all of these things, but they've rushed for over 200 yards in the first game and over 140 yards in the second game. Seven touchdowns rushing between those two games. If you can run the ball that way, you're going to possess the ball longer than your opponent, which is going to give them a better chance to win a game, no matter how many touchdown passes or how many times Patrick Mahomes throws the ball. So I do think it'll be tough for them. The only way they can do it is running behind that offensive line. I think I look at it this way. If if Mahomes plays an A Mahomes game, mm-hmm. I think, I'm not sure they could beat him. I think it'd be very difficult. In fact, I'll even say no. Because, you know, Peter, even in your example, Brady has the huge turnover at the end of the game, and that changed the whole game when Brandon Graham stripped him. Yeah. If, let's, let's just look at it statistically. If Mahomes throws for 350 yards and no interceptions, he's done that 11 times in his career. He's 10-1. and one. 10-1, and one. and the only loss was three years ago in a very strange game against the Titans where Derrick Henry went nuts. I just, I don't think they can. I think he's the ultimate weapon, and I think if it's, if Mahomes sits there and he goes, wow, I went for 371 and no turnover, somehow we lost, I just don't see it. I think he is the ultimate weapon in this game. But also I want to go back to something I brought up yesterday. These quarterbacks that this great Eagles team has faced for the last two months, just bring it up. These are the guys. These are all the quarterbacks the Eagles have faced in chronological order. Rodgers puts 33 on them. Tannehill, Daniel Jones, Justin Fields. Dak puts 40 on them. Andy Dalton, Daniel Jones, Daniel Jones, Brock Purdy, blah, blah. Three times Daniel Jones in the space of about just over a month. And then some guys who are either working on their game or kind of middling or sort of that second or third tier. The only top guys that we could debate went nuts on the Eagles defense. Put up 73 points in two games, Rodgers and Dak. So then we bring in Mahomes with Kelsey and I... 
I don't know. If it's 14-0 after the first quarter or even 14-14 and Mahomes is ju-ju-ju-ju, I'm not going to be shocked. And if this motivates the Eagles' defense, please play it. The fact is that not for the last couple weeks, for the last couple of months, they have not come across many dogs at quarterback, and the baddest dog in the whole yard is coming in. Let me ask you guys. you said 14 nothing. We haven't seen Jalen Hurts have to throw his mm. – you said you just got to run behind Jeff Stallard. If it's 14 nothing, can Jalen Hurts – have we seen this version of him where he can start using his arm to get this game back? Because he can't just run the ball. No, get, it's out. You're going to have to score and keep up in a track. Mm-hmm. That's going to be interesting if they do jump mm-hmm. out that way. Mm-hmm. But that's – Peter, the, the last part of your initial comment was where I was going to go. was like, why are we framing the question this way? Why is it if one of these quarterbacks, if either one of them are playing at their in-game, can the other – why is it Mahomes? Like, is the injury that Jalen Hurts sustained late in the season, that shoulder injury that we are, is, are, is that more concerning than the high ankle mm-hmm. sprain? Why are we detracting from the last couple of weeks of the regular season mm-hmm. that we saw from Jalen Hurts? This was the lone unbeaten team in late November. Yeah. This quarterback would be leading, I think, battling Patrick Mahomes for an MVP conversation had he not gotten hurt. We all agreed when that initial shoulder injury happened, him not playing in that epic battle against the Cowboys uh, over Christmas that that was going to detract from. If the Eagles win this game, it would detract from Jalen Hurts' MVP caliber season. This injury, obviously, shoulder, a little different than an ankle for a mobile quarterback. But, Peter, to your point, I think we t- we love Jalen Hurts' ability to run the ball, but he was throwing the ball up until that mid-December shoulder injury. It just, the question, the way it's framed... To me, if we're look, if the Eagles are looking for fodder, that would make me angry mm-hmm. because we're not saying, hey, if Jalen hurts, because to Nick Sirianni's point last night, we don't know his ceiling yet. He's still showing it to us. Sure. We think we know Mahomes because he's won a Super Bowl before. He's been there a handful of times. But uh, if I'm Jalen hurts, I'm looking at this question and I'm like, what the hell, guys? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I I have an A game too that you just start choosing yeah. not to see since early December just because of an injury, not because he played crappy. I hear you. I, Mahomes is going to be a huge challenge, but to your point, Jamie, I, I picked the Eagles the Monday after the title games, yeah. and the the thing that makes me sleep at night is the Eagles are 16-1 with Jalen Hurts. They're 16-1. They lost one weird game to the Commanders. Otherwise, they have not lost, and it's comforting. Yeah, yeah. The, the scheduling thing, like, they can't control who they play. Right. Yeah. You know, like, they Brock Purdy was on the field. They beat him handedly. They knocked him out of the game. Like, so I, there's an argument to everything. Um, and maybe we are dismissing just how good he's been throwing the yeah. ball this year. Jalen Hurts has been fantastic. Yeah, you get a weaker opponent, you go out there and dominate them, and that's what they've done. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Here we go. One of our favorites. We love this guy. He is the Walter Payton Man of the Year. Pretty cool. He's a Super Bowl champion. And he is a member of Prime Videos Thursday Night Football Broadcast. He's been coming in all season long. Guys, Andrew Whitworth. What up, Whit? Good morning. What's going on? My people, it's Super Bowl you. week. Let's go. Let's go. Uh, I cannot believe it was 12 months ago that you guys won the Super Bowl. You got the Lombardi, the trophy, the parade, Aaron Donald's shirtless. It was a year ago. We're, we're already here. We took another lap around the sun and 57 uh, weeks away. This is the next one. We got. To, let's get right to your prediction. Chiefs or Eagles? What? What do you think? Prediction get right, right to the it. gate. I know, that's, that's what the scripted question says. <laughs> hey. Chiefs or Eagles? What do you want? <laughs> what? 
I love it. Just right to it. You know, I'm sad kind of. It's it's the end of the reign this year. You know, we're no longer the defending champs. It's coming to an end. I think I'm going to go with the Philadelphia Eagles. I, you know, Mahomes already made me look bad. I picked against him against Cincinnati, but you know, but this time I just love the big fellas up front. I love the Eagles lines on both sides mm-hmm. of the football. And I just think they're going to have something to do with this game. And uh, I think I'm going with the Eagles. You know, you mentioned Cincinnati and you picked your old team last week uh, or two weeks ago to beat Mahomes. Little piece of news. It's not like breaking news on the NFL Network right now, but AJ Green quietly, as he always carried yeah. himself, announced his retirement yesterday. You were his longtime teammate in Cincinnati. AJ Green was an absolute freak. What was the moment that you realized this dude is special? I think AJ, one of the biggest compliments I can give him is all the special plays he made on the football field. I watched even better ones in practice every week. I mean, the guy was an absolute highlight reel. But I think for me, it was I think playing the Buffalo Bills early in his career, he caught a football almost literally horizontally to the ground where he's laid back completely, catching it over his head down the field. And I just thought it was one of the most impressive catches I've ever seen uh, over his head, you know, with his back to the ground. It was a really crazy catch. And uh, I think really cool for him man what a career what an unbelievable see you know year career he had uh some of my best seasons with him in cincinnati you know i'll never forget him and how quiet he was but how good of a dude he was just day in and day out man for a superstar you know at one point in his career he was one of the best in the game uh never said a word just came to work put in the work and uh, was a joy to be around yeah, never said a word. I had a chance to go up against him. And as you're talking with, the highlights are playing off to the side. And I'm over here like, man, I just hope I'm not on any of these highlights <laughs> as A.J. Green yeah. retires. Such a great career. So many plays. Uh, let's stay right there in Cincinnati. Your good friend uh, Joe Burrow is one of the five finalists for this year's MVP award. Obviously, some tough competition. The quarterbacks, Hurts, Mahomes, Josh Allen. There's also Justin Jefferson in that conversation, but can you please tell us why Joe Burrow deserves this year's honor? You know, I think I got to relent. I got I got to back down from this one. I've been on his team the whole time, but I think at this point, and there's two LSU guys on that list, so I'm really going against him. I just think, you know what, Joe Burrow had an insane year. It was a great year for the Cincinnati Bengals. Didn't get to where they wanted to end it, obviously. But I think this is Patrick Mahomes' MVP. I mean, it just is. The guy's done everything you can do. Every Everyone wrote it off when they got rid of Tyreek Hill, said they're going to struggle. He's done nothing but excel, lead the league in touchdowns and uh, passing yards. And, I mean, you know what, give the guy his due. He's done everything that anyone said he couldn't. Every time we say that he's going to, you know what, not be that guy, he's steps up and he's the guy again so i just picked against him in the super bowl and i'm probably gonna be wrong about that as well <laughs> because he does nothing but prove people wrong uh you know what this is Patrick mahomes mvp i like it with uh not as much as i like this though mahomes is pretty cool but how about the fisher price little people collector super bowl 57 champions set we have toys they're at the table i hope the people at metal appreciate the irony of having andrew whitworth endorse little people i like that it's perfect tell us more about these new collectibles from mattel yeah, I mean, what a what a great fit, right? Yeah, so the Little People Collector Super Bowl 57 championship set. You know, you're going to have an Eagles Chiefs set. You can go to MattelCreations.com and purchase them. Only the winning team's orders will be filled. You'll get your money back if your team loses. So that's, that's I guess, the consolation prize. But right now, you know what? We talk about all these things, right, as analysts. You know, the, the competitive edges, the matchups, the performance, the betting lines, all these things. Right now, here's a key stat nobody knows. 
in the pre-orders for these, the Eagles are leading 64% over the Chiefs. So maybe the Eagles fans are a little more confident that they're going to win the Super Bowl. God, Whit, that's great. Whit came with stats mm. and a poll. Mm. That is excellent. And listen, you just picked the Eagles to, to win the soup. And yet Mahomes to win the MVP. He's so, an Amazon guy. That's next-gen stats right next there, Next-gen. <laughs> next-gen wit. We love him. Uh, wait, you're the best. Enjoy the Super Bowl. Hopefully we see you out there at some point. Have fun, wit. Uh, yeah, sounds great. Appreciate y'all. You go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower... 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Super Bowl week, so we're excited to welcome in our three-time Super Bowl champion. He won three titles as the Vice President of Player Personnel for the New England Patriots. He also worked in Kansas City and in Atlanta, and he is on our show now. Mr. Scott Pioli, welcome back from your whirlwind tour of all the college All-Star games. (laughs) Good morning. It's good to be back home for a little while, for sure, before we hit the road again. And back on the road we go. Uh, So you were the GM for the Chiefs, and a young man walks in. I want to say Mount Union, and his name is Nick Sirianni, and uh, that was his first gig in the NFL in 2012. What do you remember from Nick Sirianni, the young man coming in as a novice and looking up to the GM and saying, hey, how do I get where I want to go in the NFL? You know, Peter, it was interesting because he knew Todd Haley. They had a prior relationship, and he was actually had gotten done playing at Mount Union, but then was at Indiana, Pennsylvania, in uh, coaching wide receivers. And I guess what I saw in those four years, Adam Nick, when we were together, was his ability, quite honestly, to thrive under pressure, to handle pressure, to handle adversity. You know, people don't realize in those entry-level jobs, the amount of workload, pressure, and intensity and blame that always gets thrown on the entry-level people is enormous. And again, Nick thrived in those situations. You know, if you look at how things were in 2009, people don't remember this. He started to learn in the spring and all through training camp under Chan Gailey. Todd fired Chan Gailey. Then Todd becomes the offensive coordinator. In 2010, the year that we win the division championship We have a different coordinator in Charlie Weiss. The next year, it's Bill Muir and Todd. The next year after Todd was let go, it's Brian Dable. He thrived under change and learned so much. But again, he was a guy who was constantly under pressure for so many reasons. Again, because he was a one-man show with an enormous job, and he just became a better and better coach. Thriving under pressure and continuing to become a better and better coach. Attributes that you want for in your life no matter what you're doing and Scott a lot has been said about Patrick Mahomes and he's recovering from the high ankle sprain and we've talked about it what seems like for a month now but when you're going into a Super Bowl it's a different preparation two weeks leading up what do you do in that first week to kind of protect him and what precautions do you do as you're still trying to prepare for the biggest game of the season Yeah, Jason, as you know, it begins with treatment and it ends with treatment. The good news is they've had this bye week in between. We saw him in the AFC Championship game, and in that one week's time, there was enough recovery and or they handled the situation well enough. He wasn't 
close to 100%, but it was good enough. Now he has two weeks. And again, the most important thing is the fact that they've got to travel. Thankfully, it's not a long trip from Kansas City to Arizona, but they've got to get treatment morning, noon, and night. And then it's just the regular thing where he has to look at what can I do, what can I do. The coaches have to pay attention, the coordinator, the trainers, the doctors. Everyone is going to be watching him so closely to see what he can do and what he can't do. But really, I think that Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs are in a good situation based on what he did in the AFC Championship game. And knowing how disciplined he is, he's been getting treatment the entire time. The other thing is this. Patrick Mahomes is not thinking about the next game. The next game isn't until September, so he will be ready and he will be at the best. And and Coach Andy Reid is going to make sure he's at his absolute best as well. Patrick Mahomes isn't thinking about next week. Somebody asked him about Valentine's Day, and he said he didn't know what day of the week it was next week. So he is all (laughs) focused on Super Bowl 57, and rightfully so. I know he can check on when February 14th is later. Uh, Let's flip over to the other quarterback that impresses us a lot over this regular season. It's Jalen Hurts, 24-year-old, who's leading his team to a Super Bowl in just his third NFL season. Scott, you made your career scouting young players for their highest of potentials. What have you seen from Jalen Hurts at this point in his career that makes you think he is prepared for this moment? Jamie, sometimes we spend too much time evaluating just skills and tools on player, on players. And I want to be clear, Jalen Hurts has all of the skills and all of the tools. But what he has is an absolutely unique ability to lead and an incredible ability of understanding team. You know, you go back to a couple of years in the 2018 National Championship game. He gets benched at halftime. They bring in Tua. And as that game ends, as it unfolds, there's the touchdown pass that's thrown. And here we see it. Jalen Hurts just goes crazy. This is authentic. This is a guy who had just been benched at halftime. All he cared about was the ch- winning the national championship. And what I thought was amazing, because I watched this, when the game was over, he did an interview with Tom Rinaldi and was asked about being benched. And he handled it with so much grace, with authentic love and appreciation for Tua and his team and for Nick Saban. Then we go into the regular season about eight to ten months later. And Jamie, you and I were there on the sidelines for this game. It was the SEC Championship. Tua gets injured. Hertz comes back into the game, helps them win the game. And Jamie, I'll never forget the interview that you were doing with Coach Saban and Jalen Hurts after the game. He actually, you and or Jalen, kind of made Coach Saban start to cry. He got all choked up because he understood who he was as a human being. And Jalen had this quote, and I'll never forget it. He said, pour out of yourself and into the team. That's what this guy is about. Sometimes when you evaluate players, yes, the skills and tools are important, but this guy is an absolute winner. Well, it's a really good point, and it's always it's a really lovely story to look back on, but I think that was a really hard moment for all of those men to be in at that point. Nick Saban made a business decision in that national championship game against Georgia to put Tua in when Alabama was down. And Averyon Hurts, Jalen's father, was on our show this week talking about how that was Jalen's first introduction to how football is a business and how he learned a very tough lesson over the following 11 months to come back in for Tua in that game but then to rise to the moment that he is at now, all of those mm. building blocks made Jalen Hurst the quarterback he is now, which, Scott, to your point, it's not just about lessons on the field. It's about everything these young men go through off the field as well that make them the player. 
For sure. And again, that's what you want leading your team, going through adversity and handling it maturely and handling it like a team player. It's so critical. And again, I have so much respect for him, the way his parents raised him, the way he was raised in the football environment and then in college and handled it from place to place. Remarkable leader and great for the NFL. I know it's our job to hype up this game, but this matchup feels awesome this weekend. Scott Pioli, thank you for helping us set the table. We look forward to more chats about this game, looking ahead to it, and then also recapping it next week with you. Scott, have an awesome day. Thanks, you too. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. 